Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Thursday, October 13th. 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 18th of Tishrei 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. There's been some violence in Jerusalem and the West Bank and a few stories that we have to share from this. A family with little children were nearly lynched or hurt by a mob while driving through East Jerusalem last night. So that was Wednesday night. Two parents and three kids, two of which are babies, were passing through Beit Hanina when their car was hit with stones and other objects. It happened when the family came to a makeshift roadblock set up by Palestinian rioters in East Jerusalem who are protesting the operation of security forces that are coming into the area in search of the person who killed the young border police officer earlier this week. We covered that and we're going to talk about it next. Police came to the aid of this family and rescued them. They were not hurt. During this time, however, two police officers were mildly injured and residents of the neighborhoods that are bordering Palestinian ones in the East Jerusalem area reported that they heard shots fired at their houses. An 18-year-old man was killed by Israeli forces after they opened fire on a group of Palestinian men who were throwing rocks at cars passing by on Route 60, which is a major roadway that runs north to south throughout the country and also through the West Bank. The man's name is Osama Adawi. He was shot in the abdomen. Israeli forces are still looking for the men who killed two soldiers on duty in the past week. In the meantime, it is a big ruckus in Jerusalem. We here at the Israel Daily News podcast are sending our condolences to families in fear, families that have lost children. The violence is just horrific and unfortunately flares up during the holidays. Hundreds of people came to the funeral of 21-year-old Ido Baruch, who was killed on duty Tuesday, just two days ago, during a drive-by shooting. His father choked up during the eulogy, and his girlfriend of three years said she expected to be with him for the rest of her life and that she's shocked to have been separated from him in this way. The young man's friends and comrades say Baruch was always the first to volunteer for an assignment, His mother said he always had a sense of humor, a big smile, which you can see in the photos of him in the periodicals. She said Baruch always took an interest in the world and focused on helping others. Baruch was surveying a rally of settlers in the West Bank who were celebrating Sukkot when two men rolled by in a car and shot at him. He died on the way to the hospital. Special forces are still looking for the shooter and the accomplice. A six-year-old Israeli man died in a Japanese prison, and now his sister is on the way to Japan to arrange transport of his body. Anon Hanoch Tenenbaum was arrested for allegedly smuggling large amounts of substances into Japan. He raised the alarm that he wasn't doing well and had a heart condition, but he was not granted any reprieve. Tenenbaum had 
heart surgery in Israel the month before he was arrested, which was, get this, back in November of 2020 in Japan. His lawyer had requested he be suspended and get a doctor to look at him, but ha but that request was never granted. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. The financial support we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show and helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you to all my loyal listeners and thank you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, or world politics. We have one link in the show notes which you can click on and that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Wizz Air is starting to run flights from Elat, which is Israel's most southern city, all the way to Europe. This is big news because previously the Ramon Airport, which just got a big revamp, was a local airport that mostly coordinated, coordinated flights within the country or within the immediate region. Now Wizz Air, which is a Hungarian airline, is going to start having two flights per week from Elat to Vienna in Austria, and Rome in Italy. The idea is to serve people living in the south of the country who want to fly, and also to encourage people to enjoy a lot and spend some money in the touristic city, especially people who might be coming from Europe looking to escape the cold in a lot, which is hot almost all year round. This small airport is very easy to navigate and also offers people free parking for the duration of their vacation. So that's a big sell, and that's one of their selling points. The flights to Rome with this budget airline are inexpensive and will start on December 17th and December 21st for the flights to Vienna. But you can already start purchasing flights through the Wizz Air website right now. Before we head out of the show, I want to say a few words about the holiday of Sukkot, which we are currently enjoying. First of all, I hosted a sukkah party last night for Tribe Tel Aviv. That's the organization that I run for Olim Chadashim, also known as New Immigrants, if you would say that in English. And the idea is to bring people in Tel Aviv who are new to come together, make friends, network, whatever. Last night, we had a party in a sukkah, a big sukkah, and it was such a hit. I don't always say this, but I had a really good time. Sometimes I'm working parties and I'm hosting events and my mind is just in the work and I'm not really surrendering to the fun. But last night I did. What a great crowd. We had about 200 people. I want to tell you a little bit about Sukkot. Sukkot is the holiday in which Jews eat meals outside in handmade huts. So people can do, you can have a minimum of three walls of your hut. And the idea is that the the schak or the piece that goes over the top, you should be able to see up to the heavens, up to the sky. So it's not 100% covered. So a lot of people use bamboo and they put bamboo together. And that's how you covered the top of the hut. We believe that it is to remind us of what our ancestors went through when they were tenting in the desert on their way to Israel after the exodus of Egypt. That's one idea. But I want to take you somewhere else. I want to take you to ancient Israel. 
Sukkot is a seven-day festival that has transformed throughout the history of the Jewish people. It started as an agricultural holiday where Jews in Jerusalem would finish harvesting crops for the year and celebrate the fact that the work was done. Then the Jewish people were exiled from the land and they were living in places like Babylonia, which had a very rich, vibrant Jewish community for centuries. Jews stopped celebrating the holiday of Sukkot while they lived there for the most part because the idea was that it was a celebration of the harvest in a Jewish sovereign land. And without the land, people didn't really have much to celebrate. So that is where the holiday of Sukkot started to become religious as opposed to cultural. Keep in mind that today Passover is a much more celebrated and known holiday, but it used to be that Sukkot was the big one. Now Passover is the big seven-day holiday, and Sukkot kind of takes a back seat, but it used to be the other way around. When Jews were back in Israel during the Second Temple period, Pilgrims came from all throughout the land of Israel to celebrate, and pilgrim Jews living in other lands also journeyed to the Holy Land to celebrate Sukkot. It was a colorful gathering with caravans and chariots, donkeys, boats lined the Mediterranean shore. People even came here by foot for this holiday. I read that Hillel, a great Jewish figure, had come from Babylon by foot to Israel and he walked for two weeks to get to the country just to celebrate. Today, by the way, Babylon is considered Iraq. People came with their entire household for this event. Once in Jerusalem, people celebrated with olive palms, willow branches, flowers, scents. They prayed and they sang and they watched the priests do rituals at the temple. If you're familiar with Midburn, or that's how we call it in Israel, but in the United States it's called Burning Man, You can kind of use this as your imagination for what the setup was like, meaning that people came, they built their huts, they lived for seven days in an outdoor tent, and they bartered, and they had food, and they drank, and they were merry, and that's kind of what Midburn or Burning Man is today. Today... We shake a lulav and etrog to make a prayer, but before that, Jews used to bind palm, willow, myrtle, and an etrog, or some kind of citrus fruit, together, and they would hold these four species and recite psalms. Today, we use just two items, the lulav and the etrog, and that's how we represent that tradition. I wanted to share this because I thought that it might give a little bit of color into what this holiday is supposed to look like, how it's supposed to feel, and why it's so important to enjoy it with the sounds, the smells, good company, and just really enjoying. I really want to remind everyone it's kind of difficult because technically you're allowed to work on this holiday, but try to take a back seat from the work and just enjoy. This holiday runs until Monday, so if you haven't done something fun to enjoy it, please do. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Thursday, October 13th, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 21 degrees Celsius and a high of 27 degrees. That's 70 degrees Fahrenheit for the low going up to 80 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We 
are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. You can sign up for that on our website at israeldaily.news. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work on our Instagram page, israeldaily.news. And now I'm going to send you off with a song by Ya'ara Sholian called Shabbatot Vechagim, which means weekend and the holidays, essentially. We are going to be off on Monday. I am not putting out a podcast on Monday. It is a high religious holy day. So have a great and productive day. Don't forget to enjoy this week. And Shabbat Shalom Vechag Sameach. Happy holiday. עכשיו אתה בבית, עכשיו אתה שם. הילדים קופצים עליך, הם הכי יפים בעולם. אתה Sofa, Tata, Mitrose, Lose, Leola. 